What's up, world? It's your boy, Saul Paul, and you're tuned in listening to New Manifest Theater Podcast. Welcome back to the New Manifest Theater Podcast. I'm Ashley Hazard, and today I got a chance to witness the most delightful children's production, Saul Paul's Alien Adventure, which features original music by Grammy-nominated Austinite, Saul Paul, at the Austin Scottish Rite Theater. After the show this morning, we had the incredible honor of sitting down with the show's namesake and producer himself, Saul Paul, backstage at the Scottish Rite Theater. I was also pleased to sit down with two members of the cast and some wonderful friends, Kenna Benefield and Haley Armstrong, who talked with me all about bringing the show to life and other things they have going on. The show plays for two more weekends at 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. So grab your kids and all of their friends and pile into the Scottish Rite. You have four more opportunities and you don't want to miss it. We're going to take a quick break. We'll hear some original music from Saul Paul and a community update. And we'll be right back with our conversation. Join us for the opening of our second season, the Texas premiere of Good Friday by Christiana Ray Cologne at the Vortex Theater, February 28th through March 14th. With situations that feel ripped from the headlines, Good Friday renegotiates the intersection of gun violence and sexual assault. This one-act play takes place inside of an academic lecture hall as an active shooter storms the campus. Tweets fly and tensions rise as five women struggle to make sense of the situation. As more information unfolds, the question remains, what is the real cost of revolution? After select performances, audiences are invited to attend Vortex Connects, a brief facilitated talkback discussion led by mental health and sexual assault experts. Representatives from Safe Alliance will provide information about local resources in the lobby during all performances. Okay, as promised, in a moment, we are about to hop into our conversation with Grammy-nominated Austinite himself, Saul Paul, who is the creative mind behind Saul Paul's Alien Adventure. But he was gracious enough to let us play some of his original Grammy-nominated music on our show, and we're so excited about that. So the song that I wanted to play for you today is very near and dear to our hearts. If you have seen any of his work at the Scottish Rite Theater before, you know this song plays during all of the curtain calls, um, not only in this production, Saul Paul's Alien Adventure, but also in Rapunzel last year, which he also produced with alongside the Scottish Rite Theater. So here is Saul Paul with his original song, Hands in the Sky, from his album, All-Star Anthem. So enjoy it, and then stay tuned and keep it locked in for our interview with Saul Paul here in a moment. Y'all ready? Alright, folks. Let's go. Now put your hands in the sky, wave them side to side. We ain't going nowhere, we just wave them bye bye. All of the haters, to all the haters, to all of the haters, and I'll see you later. Let's go. Let's go. Go time, time to be the change. change. Set the world on fire, be the flame. Bang. Rise higher, level up. Thing. Shine brighter, be a fighter, push through the pain Face a trail, lend a helping hand Represent, take a stand Change the game, stick into the plan Hold tight, shine bright, that's who I am And I don't know though, what you have been told though All I know though, is going for the gold though Give my all, I'm a heart, I'm a soul though Don't bend, don't break though Now put your hands in the sky, when you side to side 
apologize for my fresh If I owe the world anything, it's my best And that's what you get when I'm just myself So I refuse to switch or adjust myself Hey, I got the cheat code, yeah, I got the cheat code It's so easy, it's just to be me though I got the cheat code, yeah, I got the cheat code It's so easy, it's just to be me though One, two, step, baby, one, two, step Touchdown, dance, celebrate yourself I said one, two, step, baby, one, two, step Touchdown, dance, celebrate yourself Now put your hands in the sky, waving side to side We ain't going nowhere, we just waving bye-bye All of the haters, to all the haters To all of the haters, say I'll see you later Touchdown, dance, celebrate yourself. I Theater with Grammy nominated artist and 2017 Austin Night of the Year, Saul Paul. What's up, world? Hey, ATX, stand up. <laughs> first of all, how are you? Uh, I'm well. I think anytime I'm in the Scottish Rite Theater, mm-hmm. it's a good time. So, yes, you know, definitely. So I'm, I'm feeling really exceptional right now. Yeah, and and how does it feel to have the show named after you? Um, it's an honor, but uh, I mean, I did it though, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out! I was doing I was doing that before Tyler Perry. Uh, people be stealing, so uh, I just put my name on everything. Um, you know, I don't plan to get a PhD or an MBA. You know, people get letters after their name. I just put my name in front of stuff. Yes. So absolutely. So for well, first of all, I had the pleasure of working with you last year in Rapunzel here at the Scottish Rite Theater. That was amazing. Incredible. You were amazing in that. Oh. That was you. an amazing production. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was incredible. It was one of my favorite shows that I've ever done. I was done. privileged. Yes. And so, um, and just witnessing the reactions the audience has had to your original music, how and, and how much life it brought to, and depth to the show. Um, how did you first get involved in producing music for young audiences? I went from prison incarceration to college graduation. Mm. I was locked up in the Texas State Penitentiary, convicted of four felonies. When I sat in prison, I realized it wasn't because my mom died and my dad left because I grew up in the ghetto. It wasn't poverty. It wasn't my circumstances. It was my choices. Mm. Uh, I made bad choices, so I got bad results. Right, So I'm sitting in the penitentiary, and I realized if I changed my choices, I could change my life. Um, but I also realized that a lot of um, older people, 
old people. I like to joke. Anybody over twenty five, that's old, especially mm-hmm. to a kid. Not not to another adult, but to a kid. Like you, you twenty five, you old. So mm-hmm. when I was a kid, all the old people tried to tell me the right thing, but they didn't say it in a way where I understood it. Oh. So I'm sitting in prison, and I'm like, oh, that's what. Principal Johnson meant. That's what Uncle Dale meant. That's what Miss Jenkins meant. But they didn't say it in my language. And, wow. Okay, cool. So salute to them for trying, but uh, they get an A for effort. Mm-hmm. But in regard to actually effectively communicating, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And so me, once I started to create uh, and craft art and tell stories, I knew that I wanted to effectively communicate to young people. Yes. So it, it was just like, because there are a lot of great people doing good things. But uh, it's just not effective mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I'm not that special, but uh, but I, but I am good at effectively communicating to young people. Absolutely. And so I just found my lane and said, okay, cool. Um, I, I, I'll do that. Yeah, I think you've definitely done that effectively. And for anyone familiar with your work, it's exciting to hear the songs that people know you for infused into the show. Yeah. Um, and, and both. That that was cool. That's yeah. cool and fun to see. The cast bring those to life via, uh, and like being able to place them inside of the the story at unique times, and see the cast bring them to life, and then the choreography, uh, mm-hmm. and just like the, the whole team effort, like that. My name on it, that's cool. Seeing it come to life and seeing it be like just even songs, because you know when I write for me, when I write a song, it's very mm-hmm. personal. Yeah. So like I know what every lyric means, every beat, every pause. And so to see it like be reimagined and re-envisioned mm-hmm. and, and still be effective and that that's really like whoa. Absolutely. And you I think you have such a unique flair for for hip hop and especially with it being a, a children's show. How would you describe your sound? Mm, dope. I like I dope sales. That's what people don't get hashtag dope sales. Uh, people out here, I don't know, playing themselves, trying to um, I don't know, like, people don't treat uh, young people, uh, I have a chip on my shoulder because so many people don't treat children with respect, mm. so they 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 play themselves because they think somehow they can get away by doing less than, because it's for young audiences, Aww. but children are more discerning than adults, I mean, adults smile in your face and act like it was good, that's why I have so many bad artists <laughs> going in, <laughs> it's like, yeah. they don't, cause you don't know you bad, because people smile and they're all polite to you, but, like, kids, if, you're, if it ain't right... They don't. They don't have the uh, the the tact mm-hmm. to be fake. <laughs> they yeah. like, I don't like it. Like, I don't feel it. Like, it doesn't connect. So, um, my flair came from like, man, you got to be dope. Especially, maybe I'm also approaching it from an urban uh, student standpoint, mm. right? They say if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. If you can make it in front of like some middle school urban youth who don't know you, <laughs> and don't care, mm-hmm. you can make it anywhere. Because they're like, I ain't got the time, bro. So it's like, you really got to be on top of your game. So um, I always just focus on being dope, like mm-hmm. making good art. And I like to jokingly say dope sales. Yeah. Like, I think you're definitely right with that. And also, I, I noticed you call yourself part rapper, part singer-songwriter. Um, and you play, like, for, for this show, how did you how did you choose the songs that you incorporated into the show? Great. Yeah, I'm part rapper, part singer-songwriter. I started off just as an MC. Uh, really just started off freestyling, improvisation off the top, then discovered that I was um, good at songwriting, became skilled at that, and because I reside here in the live music capital of the world, Austin, yes. Texas, Austin Texas, aka the world of white people, um, <laughs> they um, they 
uh, they like live instrumentation and whatnot, and mm-hmm. I like staying true to self. So I was like, I'm not gonna play with a band. I didn't feel that. Right. I play with, I perform with bands, but I didn't want to be with the band. So anyway, I learned how to play the classical acoustic guitar, just because. Had a little chip on my shoulder, like people are disrespecting the craft of hip hop and MCing and yeah. lyricism. So I was, I'm gonna learn how to play an instrument. And then I learned how to play the classical acoustic guitar. Fell in love with it and was like, whoa! I haven't put it down since. And then I create. And I ended up by default creating my own style where I'm part rapper, part singer songwriter. Discovered a loop pedal. That's that allowed me to create music the way my brain works, mm-hmm. like on the spot, on the fly, be able to beatbox and capture unique sounds, and, and basically make an entire gumbo, a musical gumbo. Yes. Um, so that's how I create music. That's where it starts. All my songs start with me and my guitar yeah. uh, and, and some vocal percussion, and then. I select based on what the purpose of the song is, like flesh it out or not. So, like, one of the songs featured in the um, production is Home. Mm-hmm. A song featured with a good friend of mine, Uno Dos Tres Andres. Uh, he won't talk about it, but I will. He's a Latin Grammy Award winner. Wow. Uh, so, that's dope. So, he, uh, we met and you know a few years ago, and then we collaborated on the song. And it was cool because two things. One, he asked me to collaborate. I'm like, this will be dope. Like, you'll sing in Spanish. I'll rap in English. Mm-hmm. We did the song. We were in different places when we did it. He sends me his vocals, like, cause I made the beat, and then he sends me the vocals, and his vocals are in English. And it was right before. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Like, uh, I thought you were gonna sing in Spanish, <laughs> but literally, this is like five days before the album needs to be done. Oh, so there was no. no time to like redo it. Yeah. But I wanted the song to be like have Spanish on it, so I mm-hmm. took every Spanish word I knew and wrote a verse. And learned. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so my verse is in Spanish. Uh, and his verse is in English, but anyway, the instrumentation on that after I fleshed it out, it had um, you know uh, instrument instrumentation from South America, mm-hmm. and it has like this vibe and this rhythm, this feel, this groove. Um, so that was home, and you know I did another song in the uh, in the productions called Motivation, mm-hmm. another collaboration. I had to collaborate. I'm a solo artist, but not a solo act. So for me, it's all about gotcha. collaboration. Mm-hmm. So I worked with a duo from South Africa named Bongi and Colin, yeah. and they sang in Zulu. And then I put like some world music on it, mm-hmm. right? But again, it started with just me and the guitar, because then it's kind of like dressing, right? Like I, I think when you make, when I produce music, it's like putting on clothes. Like I can wear chucks and a, a t-shirt today, uh, or I can put on a tux. Like it's just mm-hmm. a choice. Like yeah. it doesn't make me this or make me that. It's like how will I dress today? And it's like how will I produce this song? So uh, motivation had a world flair to it. Uh, and some of the cool music that's featured in, well, some of the cooler music, one of my favorite songs is, uh, it's time for an upgrade. Yes. And that was used, uh, when, um, Haley and Kenna and the rest and like, like the cast, they do the time travel sequence. Absolutely. So it's like, which is really cool. Cause again, that's like a trap song. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if, like, but then it's like, so but then cool when you bring see. the lights to it and then you brought the choreography yeah. and the. That's the cool part about art. Like mm-hmm. it totally became something totally different. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's also choose, which in, uh, is a pop song in my in my mind. Like when I made that one, I'm like, this is gonna be like my pop joint, right? But uh, urban pop. But it's it like shout out to Kaylee because um, it was her idea to screw it, or like she changed the pitch. I don't even know if she knows what screw is, but she changed the pitch. Ah. And then it was like, oh snap! Like the song is screwed and. It's like for the space scene in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, or space scene in the production. Kaylee's the um, the production manager. Production She's, manager at or, Austin Scottish, right? Yes. She's like all things. She's like all purpose. Just make stuff happen. Yeah, but uh, 
yeah, she, yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots of different music in there, uh, and all those songs start from me. Like, I guess at the end of the day, I'm just a songwriter. Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, my bad. I'm a songwriter, but at the end of the day, I'm just a storyteller. Mm, I tell yeah. stories via different mediums. So, and this just became a new way to tell a lot of stories, to different stories of the various characters and the different themes. Right. And it's so cool to hear the, the behind the scenes of, of those songs because the, the story, Saul Paul's Alien Adventure, really did take us all around the world. And, and it's really cool to hear, hear the impetus of that. But um, in terms of, so Saul Paul's Alien Adventure takes place at a camp called... Uh, Camp All Stars. Camp All Stars. Be the change. Hey. And I, <laughs> yeah, I heard that you just released a memoir under the same title, Be the Change, a Story of Transformation. Dude. Tell us about that. I love it. Um, so I know it just inspires me. I get inspired when I get to like cross, it's like, like, like cross promote. It's not even cross promote. It's like I get to make a world. Me as an artist, I like make my own universe and mm-hmm. create different stuff. So yeah, like, um, so it's cool that like the camp is Camp All Stars, but we have a group for young people that we have called Saw Paul All-Stars mm-hmm. uh, and then like Be The Change um, and that's the name of my memoir but really uh, it's the name of a, a movement that I started trying to uh, where I, my goal is to inspire others to literally be the change mm-hmm. my take on Be The Change is the fact is that we all live on the same planet the truth is we each live in our own world and that we should all be the change in the world we live in. Mm-hmm. So it's a creative way to say, hey, you don't have to talk about it, you can be about it. You don't have to worry about what somebody else isn't doing, you can be the change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's cool because um, that song was turned into a poem and presented in the production. In the show. Yeah, so that, that's cool. But yeah, my memoir is me, my, this is my story again from like prison incarceration to college graduation, which I've told, I've put in my 10,000 hours just sharing that story across the world. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, from corporate keynotes to, to two TED Talks to juvenile detention centers mm-hmm. in and everywhere in between. Um, but when I tell it, you know, it's 30, 45 minutes, 60 minutes maybe. So finally, uh, I've been telling it for so long and I know the questions that because people will still come up and ask questions like, but okay, because I might glaze over prison, right? Like, mm. uh, it depends on who the audience I'm talking to. I don't right. glaze over it if I'm talking to at-risk youth because it's been glorified to them and they mm. think prison is cool. I tell the story, yeah, you know, I went to UT and graduated with a 4.0. Their number one question is, uh, what'd you go to prison for? What was prison like? Like, it's a, it's a perverse fascination with it, actually. But I know what it is because that's what it was like for me. You think it's cool. It's like a tattoo. Right? How many people say tattoos hurt? But mm-hmm. tattoos hurt. They look good. But it was like, but didn't it hurt? Like, there's a lot of blood. Oh, yeah, they don't talk about that. <laughs> and prison hurts. But the kids think, like, oh, like, prison's cool. So uh, I was able to just basically answer all those questions. In, in the book. In, in the book, right? Because right. it's a different medium. Mm-hmm. Why people complain when they watch a movie. Like, oh, the movie wasn't good as the book. Because <laughs> the book had more chance to share more detail. Yeah. Yeah, so the book allowed me the opportunity to share... Uh, to get rich in the details. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And especially as a Grammy-nominated artist for, for Best Children's Album. What, and what would you say, if you could highlight maybe one or two key elements of success that you highlight in the book, what would they be? Um, self-confidence, which comes from the, uh, the realization that you're born on purpose with the purpose. Mm. Like, uh, yeah. The fact that you're born on purpose with the purpose. Um, so that's a big thing. That's that was the difference between like, I mean, I went to UT twice. Like, I had no mom, no dad. Grew up in the ghetto, but then I got an academic scholarship. And went to UT, so I left Houston, left the trap, wow. and came to Austin. Okay. Moved on campus. Mm-hmm. That was a contrast. Like, I don't even know if I saw white people growing up in Houston. Like, unless they were like, 
like culture shock, right? So I'm at UT and now like 52,000 students and less than 2%, 3% of those students are African-American. Oh, really? A little bit over 1,500. Mm-hmm. Out of 50,000, only like 15, 16, 1,700 are black. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then if you take away the athletes, because that was a good portion of them, and like we were sprinkled about. So it was a culture shock. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I brought my hood mentality to my new opportunity, squandered my new opportunity and went to prison. Mm-hmm. Got out of prison, then I went to, you got, got, long story short, get out, go back to UT and graduate. And after I graduated, um, it was like, I still had that same, I graduated with a 4.0. Yeah. So I had the same potential the first time, but the first time I flunked out. Right, ah. So I flunked out, it was like, why didn't I make straight A's then? Well, I didn't have purpose. The focus, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have focus. And that's another uh, chapter, something else I talk about often, like focus. Yeah. I so, can't yeah. wait to read it. It's so cool. So where can people follow you and keep up with your work? All the SawPaul.com or social media, all things SawPaul, mm-hmm. S-A-U-L-P-A-U-L. No space, uh, just one word, S-A-U-L-P-A-U-L, SawPaul. Yay. Okay, great. And we'll, we'll have a chance to feature some of your music a little bit later in the show, so we're super excited to hear it. But thank you so much for joining thank us you, backstage here at the Scottish Rite Theater. And then we'll be right back with Haley and Kenna, who are also in Saul Paul's Alien Adventure as well. So we'll talk to you soon. Calling all playwrights with short plays and artists with short performance pieces. Festival submissions are open for our second annual Manifest Minifest Short Play Festival. We want to showcase a diverse range of stories and styles. You can submit multiple options. Please submit 15 minutes or less performance pieces and plays to newmanifesttheater at gmail.com. That's theater with an R-E, newmanifesttheater at gmail.com. We will close submissions on April 30th, 2020 and hold acting ensemble auditions in late May 2020. We are backstage again at the Scottish Rite Theater with Kenna and Haley. Hey, hey. Who, what's up? Who did such a <laughs> phenomenal job? I just got finished watching um, watching your performance this morning in Saul Paul's Alien Adventure. So introduce yourselves and tell us who you're playing. All right, I am Haley Armstrong, and I play Echo. Yes, <laughs> yes. the alien in question. Yes, and I'm Kenna Benefield, and I play Little SP, Little oh. Saul Paul. Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, really? So you're playing, the, that's kind of the... Yes. You're yes. playing him, himself. Okay, we just got finished talking with Saul Paul. So, okay, well, um, the two of you are friends of, of New Manifest Theater. Um, I'm your, Kenna, we're one of my first friends here in Austin. Yes. Well, three yes. years ago, we did a show <laughs> Back at... Back Yeah, Old Town <laughs> Theater and Improv. Um, but it wasn't an improv show. We it did a, a, a show called, yes, a, an official play called The Fine Affair. And um, and even then, it was evident how focused you are on your craft, and it's always such a joy to watch you working, and, you know, you're involved in some really spectacular things. So, oh, thank you. Uh, I wanted to talk with you about that. First of all, you were so charming in this role um, as, as the lead and, and kind of overseeing all of the different aspects and the different characters. But for all of our listeners who haven't seen Saul Paul's Alien... For all of our listeners who haven't seen Saul Paul's Alien Adventure, what is the show about? The show is about... Um, a kid, little SP, who spends a uh, time away from his family, his mom and his dad, and he goes to live with his granny for the summer and goes to summer camp. And at summer camp, he has a bunch of friends, and he's able to do all this cool stuff. And uh, there's this big event that goes on called the talent show mm-hmm. that uh, him and his friends are doing like different performances at this talent show. And 
he knows what he's gonna do. He's just he does he's unsure. He's kind of like afraid of performing in front of groups of people. He just you know stays right a little bit. So he's usually good at performing by himself in his own head. But when he gets in front of people, he can get a little bit nervous. Yeah. Um, and in between all that, uh, he finds this this Walkman, this like old <laughs> technology. Retro. Yeah, very retro, like pre CD players. <laughs> And that's how the play starts. The play starts with him and his friends finding this Walkman. Mm -hmm. um, and he thinks it's just like, oh yeah, music and whatnot. But it ends up being this uh, gateway for uh, this alien yeah. Echo to um, to come in and uh, kind of like change his life and help him out wherever he can. Absolutely. And a bunch of antics ensue. It's a ton of fun. It is a ton uh, of fun. Yeah, you all need to come and see this show. <laughs> um, and at one point, and, and speaking of that, just like the nervousness your character goes through, we actually see you at one point doubled over with anxiety. And mm -hmm. so I think it's so important to normalize that for young audiences and the people that are that this show is catered to. So what was the conversation be behind showcasing that? Um, there was a, a conversation about you know growing up uh, in families and around peers who don't have like the language to say like anxiety or mm. it's just like nervousness and sometimes that stuff is brushed away as right. you know not being real uh sometimes like it's like mystified or you know it's just you know nerves or whatever you mm -hmm. don't really get to sit with it and it's something that kids go through day in and day out um especially now if you know technology is increasing and People 100%. are um, yeah. always having to perform and feel like they have to perform all the time. So that's just one of those things that it, it goes through. And I, I really wanted to, you know, tap into uh, as someone who kind of deals with anxiety and who lives in a family, you know, who can go through the same sort of situation, mm -hmm. kind of that feeling of, you know, not being adequate enough to uh, perform or be in front of people or to talk to people or you know, feel like you're able to be friends with a certain group of people. And I really wanted to take um, special care of making sure that I'm being honest and uh, deliberate with it. Yeah, definitely. It came through. It was beautiful <laughs> to watch. So, Haley, you, now, it's always a joy to see you perform. You're oh. so gifted. You definitely have one of the best voices I've ever heard, oh, hands you're down. You're too sweet. <laughs> and, and the way that you affected your voice to play this character, this alien, was incredible, too. So, I also met you in Rapunzel last year. Yeah. I was blown away by your talent and your brilliant mind. Um, but also, um, just we were all blown away this morning with your alien presence. So oh, what, what? How did you? What like your mannerisms were so well intentioned and so believable as an alien? How? What kind of work did you do to manifest that? Um, that is a great question. <laughs> and let me preface this by saying that like Ashley, I love you, oh. and like the work you did in Rapunzel was beyond amazing so like i mean you and michelle you know you know what we went through like we you're through. exceptional oh thank you but um i i'm a bit of an alien just in life mm. like myself i feel like i feel like i'm different i feel like i'm awkward and weird and i don't want to be one of those people who's like yeah i'm different i'm not like the other girls or the other people <laughs> but I'm, I'm i'm not <laughs> i am so i mean Getting to play this character, Echo, this alien who comes into Lil SP's life mm -hmm. and, like, is kind of a, a guide, a mentor, a teacher, like, I just feel like this role came into my life at the perfect time. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, I mean, I don't, I, 
like I've, I've done we did Rapunzel I've done children's theater and mm -hmm. like it just being able to see these kids like light up and like get super excited and hype it, it, it's crazy and I love it but um as far as my process is concerned I watch a lot of cartoons <laughs> and um like I'm a 27 year old woman like but I, I love cartoons and I'm not going to be girl. shamed for that. I'm not going to feel bad about that. Yeah. But there's this cartoon called Steven Universe that I love. That is kind of like, it reminds me of Saul Paul's alien adventure in the sense that like you have this kid who is being raised by these alien creatures, these femme alien women creatures. Mm -hmm. um, and they're called like crystal gems. And they like, you have one who's like Pearl, one who's named Garnet, one who's named Amethyst. And... I was really inspired by one character named Peridot, and we actually have a poster in, uh, so on our set in Lil SP's room, uh, we have two characters, Peridot and Lapis. Oh, wow. And like, it, yeah, like I felt so much a part of this process. Like the fact that I brought that cartoon up and they put that poster up yeah. is insane. But she Incredible. was really, vocally, physically, like she was my inspiration. That's so if you awesome. don't watch, you should watch. Yeah, and, well, and that's something watch after. Is great. Oh, it's so great. So many great messages. <laughs> and I feel like that parallels just like the show so well of, you know, being a kid and going through these situations that are kind of adult, but at the same time, you know, with that kid lens and able exactly. to get the message. Like the message, like it's a kid show, but the message is oh, universal. Yes. And yeah. I, I definitely feel that same way where it's like, wow, this is the same lessons that I wish I got I when I was wish, a kid. I wish, yes, yeah. exactly, and exactly. And being able to see that. Yeah. And yeah, just like it's very much prevalent within the show. Awesome. And with all the actors <laughs> yeah. and yeah. characters as well. I think it's really cool to look at it from that lens of just exploration for the first time, seeing everything with fresh eyes. But right. yeah, these are all lessons we should know, but those reminders are important. Yes. Um, so there was a ton of music. There was rapping, of course, with Saul Paul. There was dancing. It was a full experience. Um, how much of a, of a say did y'all play in the, or as a cast, in the development of the storyline? Mm. Mm. This is an original work. Yeah. There's a few things. It's like there's small things, but mm -hmm. most of it is left like the words are mostly just Saul Paul's kind of like text there. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. whatever kind of like stank we want to put on top of it. We did that. Like <laughs> Kenna like, especially. Yeah. Like <laughs> with lines with choreography, like this kid, yeah. like yeah. he puts yeah. the stank and, on it. Uh, yeah. Megan Ortiz, our director of movement, our choreographer. Yeah. Uh like she has such an awesome like baseline and then each day we would always just like you know throw stuff on top add some embellishment so yeah definitely. We, we obviously we, we always creating we're always trying to figure out like new ways we can take the the play and yeah you know amplify it to mm -hmm. say what is salt Paul really saying yeah yeah the words are just there but without you know the energy behind it and uh, kind of like our own unique flavor it can right. get lost right I feel like from the jump, uh, we like we had a lot of homework assignments, and it's like, think about your character and like bring in something. Like we had to do these uh, presentations mm -hmm. where we like brought in characters from like pop culture that remind you of your character, and like how will you approach this character physically, emotionally, mentally? Like we were definitely a part of creating this show. Like it didn't feel yes. like we have a script, so. 
we just have to follow this completely yeah. and fully and we have no freedom we had a lot of agency and mm -hmm. like i feel like um personal freedom and touches that mm -hmm. we could put on our characters yeah. which was so great i yeah. think that's what i noticed too it's like maybe it's just knowing the two of you but i was like there's <laughs> definitely something something soulful being brought to this yeah and and that was exciting and each, each <laughs> little character each each kid like it's a group of kids like we have uh jordy and michelle oh. also mm -hmm. playing derek and Gigi with the kid group and cassie who plays um jay mm -hmm. and all, all of our like our friend kid groups like they're just like we sat in our characters before we actually dove into the script a bit we sat in those characters for like a couple of weeks i believe hmm. you know yeah. just fleshing them out figuring out who these kids are what are they like we do our presentations as uh, Haley was saying. It's like we really did like so much work on yeah. Yeah. like at the baseline they're just kids, but then there's these kids who like you know they wa like watching Steven Universe and yeah. are like Baby Yoda or like Yoda in that oh instance and all these all these things. It's like yeah, what are these kids like? What are the? It's just like you dive into them and yeah, you get to make it your own voice. Yeah, for sure. And I think the unity of the ensemble was so evident in just coming and watching the show. It, it would have to be there's so many different elements and different places that you Haley are taking these characters um it, throughout the show yeah like all over the world and and forward in time back in time so yeah. um what let me see and there was a cast of six right I For, believe so yes hmm? don't quote okay. me on that no, don't quote me on that either <laughs> okay so why should people come and see the show the people should see the show if you at one time we're a kid. We're all kids. <laughs> so a little anxious or a little nervous about, you know, performing or being around, you know, other kids being like kind of like frightened by the performative nature of, you know, our life. And also come see the show if you like love like old school, you know, if you like hip hop, if you like rap, uh, if you like dancing. Yeah. Um, all that stuff is in the show. Um, and it very much it's like we say it's for kids and it's also for adults because a lot of it is like we talk about you know Walkman and CD players and being yeah. like this old technology <laughs> there's, there's a lot of you know old references yeah. I don't want to say old but older references but definitely this will bring out like the, the kid and in, in each person you know totally yeah and totally. as a kid if you have kids it's definitely like a joy to <laughs> to see your kids like you know see themselves on stage and i think that's something that's really important mm -hmm. uh in seeing the representation of being like oh that's me on stage that's me and my friends because exactly. kids in that group of friends you know they have fun they they're out here performing you know tiktok mm -hmm. and instagram and all this stuff is like yeah it's kind of like you we have your group of friends and it's very much the same way um just on different levels and if at one time you thought you wanted to have your own alien and Go on crazy yes. space adventures. <laughs> yes. But, like, yeah. Uh, I think Kenna really said it all. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I could add to that. Um, there was one moment, not to spoil anything, but at the end of the, the show, or near the end of it, when he was just out there in the audience, and I saw these black and brown kids, like, oh. looking at him, and just they were in awe like these kids just saw you could see them see themselves in him That's incredible. so if I mean if you got if you're a person of color if you got kids of color like bring them out because representation does matter 
And um, if you're a sci-fi nerd, yeah, I mean, a... yeah, like come. <laughs> yeah. If you're into sci-fi, like come out. Yeah, this is a sci-fi show. It, it, it is it a sci-fi it's show. Alien adventure. <laughs> yes, alien yes. adventure. Yeah. Yes. Goes to space for a bit. It's I mean, great. yes, it is so excellent. It's so fun. You like Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yes, <laughs> that's a good reference. There's so much. I mean, so much if stuff you if you like humor, if you I mean, just <laughs> are you a human? Are, are you? Are, yeah. If you're I mean, alien. if you're a human, if you're an alien, come on out. Because I mean. It's for you. Come it down is. to the Scottish Rite Theater. Okay, and next weekend, or you have two more weekends to go? Yes. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. awesome. So you can catch Saul Paul's Alien Adventure at the Scottish Rite Theater uh, for the next two weekends at 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Saturdays and Sundays. Correct. Okay, great. And what else are y'all working on? Um, do you want to plug anything that you're doing? I don't at the moment. I'm trying to take a break because yeah. I've been it's doing a lot of theater lately. Been um, it's been pretty nonstop, so I don't have anything. Can I? Um, uh, I have a weekly show at Cold Town Theater, Sugar Water Purple. Nice. Uh, come out to see an all-black improv troupe. Make a lot of funnies. Yes, sir. Uh, it's a great time. Come on out. Um, and it's great. Um, in the future, check your eye out for. Um, Check your ears out for. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the show. It, it, I'm coming um, up blank. Uh, oh, what show? For Hidden Film? Room Theaters show oh, in May. Okay. Uh, I'm in a show there, cool. and then we'll take it over to London um, before we leave. So what? come on by. And, yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You can't just drop that on later. I guess. Yeah, we're we're, um, it's, we're doing a remount of um, ah, forget the name off the top of my head, but. It's hiddenroomtheater.com. You should go there. Okay. We'll, well so we'll definitely need to keep up with you about this. And what? where can we follow the two of you? Oh, uh, uh, hmm, on all the platforms. Mm -hmm. um, well, I, you know, I don't know if I want y'all to follow me on, like, Twitter or, like, any of the, the platform platforms. But... I do have a YouTube channel that would be Ooh. awesome if you could subscribe to. Yes. And the what? handle is... This is so dumb. It's, I'm going to just spell it. S-C-H-I-Z-O-N-O-I-D-444. And I'm, I'm all up on there. Yeah. I sing Singing. silly songs and make, you know, silly rants. So <laughs> follow me if you can. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. And I'm everywhere on the internet as at Kenna Online. That is K-E-N-A-H Online uh, on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, all that good stuff. And I remembered it. It's Duchess of Malfi. Duchess of Malfi at good. the Hand Room Theater. Okay, cool. Okay, awesome. Yes, I've heard that. Okay, cool. And Chihuahua Purple. Chihuahua Improv. Chihuahua <laughs> at the Cold Town Theater. Perfect. <laughs> so, but in the meantime, come and see Saul Paul's Alien Adventure here at the Scottish Rite Theater. We are backstage with Kenna and Haley. And thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank this. you, Oh, thank Ashley. you. Yeah, of course. So God, yeah. we love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, and um, yeah, until next time. It's just me. Got me in my six string. It's just me. Got me in my six string. It's just me. Got me in my six string. It's just me. Got me in my six string. Had a great day, late night, grilled out eight twice, fell asleep, then I had a dream. Hey. Ain't it had a crown like a king? Plus a flush car, man, it was clean. It's clean. Then it's out, some I never seen. Never seen. At least since the days I'm a teen. It was coming, yeah, he was on the scene. On the scene. It was him, I know, cause he was green.
we do I need to time to show me some dance moves I step, dip, step, dip Walk back, walk back, then you twist Said step, dip, step, dip Walk back, walk back, then you twist Just slide the stone Clap, clap, now raise the roof Just slide the stone Clap, clap, now raise the roof Just slide the stone Clap, clap, now raise the roof Just slide the stone Clap, clap, now raise the roof Just lie.